Welcome to Mormon Book Reviews, where an evangelical encounters the restoration. I'm your host, Stephen Pinecker. And before I start with my book review, I'd like to give a shout out to my homies at Outer Brightness uh, Podcast. Uh, Matthew and uh, Mark are really two cool dudes. Uh, they had me on early on, and uh, when I was just this tiny little channel, and still kind of am. Uh, but they were, we did a two-parter, and I just want to thank them again. So uh, check out the Auto Brightness podcast, and thanks for the awesome mug, guys. Okay, so today's uh, book review is an interesting one, because this is about a book that came out about 20 years ago and kind of shook things up. You had this gentleman by the name of uh, Grant Palmer, who was a CES instructor, and he, well, wrote a book called An Insider's View of Mormon origins. Now, Grant uh, was for decades with the CES uh, and also did a prison ministry as well. Um, and his prison ministry was open to all people of all faiths, so it was more Christ-centered. Um, and so that was his focus uh, with, his, with his ministry as well. Um, and Grant... Um, really was one of those people, because CES people know their stuff, but Grant and a lot of, and some of the people he associated with did a lot of studies and uh, did some investigation into some of the history of the Restoration that wasn't very widely known. Uh, early on, there was a gentleman he was friends with who gave him this parallels between uh, the Golden Pot, which is a uh, written by a German uh, in the early 19th century. It's a mythological story about this character from Atlantis who has this Hall of Records, and he kind of thought that there was enough parallels in this story that also talks about the coming forth of the Book of Mormon. It kind of got things going a little bit for Grant, and, and it kind of uh, caused him to kind of look into things. There were other things that happened, too, but it was just kind of interesting. As a matter of fact, Grant, just as a side note, actually saw the Searstone in the 1960s. Um, so, so, of course, he knew all about it even back then. But most members uh, were pretty much unaware. They just assumed that the interpreters were used, and he was just a traditional translator. So Grant thought the time had come for somebody to write um, the history of the coming forth of the Book of Mormon, the early days of the church that wasn't widely known. Now, it did ultimately lead to his excommunication, but it didn't cause him to lose his faith in God or in Jesus Christ. If anything, he just started embracing Jesus uh, even more. And so he wrote some other books called The Incomparable Jesus, uh, which is a very Christ-centered work. And he kind of just was an important guy because basically in 2002, the internet was still in its infancy. And so a lot of people didn't really know a lot of the stuff that people know today. And one of the most interesting things was that what Grant wanted to do was talk about the uh, stone in the hat hypothesis or story, uh, as if you will. And he tried to look for artwork that showed the uh, stone in the hat, and he couldn't find any. So he actually ended up commissioning um, a, some drawings of Joseph Smith uh, doing the stone in the hat, and we're going to post that right there. Yeah. So see, that's that was that was uh, the, really the first time that people actually saw the image uh, or a picture of Joseph Smith uh, using the seer stone with going into the hat, and which is very interesting. So basically, because he put this stuff out there, um, it led to his excommunication, like I said before. Now, the most interesting thing is, is that if this book were written today, nobody would bat an eye. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Gospel Topics essays basically pretty much confirm a lot of what's in this book. Now, there are things that people will quibble with, of course, with any book. And, you know, Grant was never an anti-Mormon. 
uh, still loved the people of the church. Um, he just felt that it was their birthright to know the history of their church. And, you know, it's so funny because I remember when I got this. Old, now, I used to work at Borders in Highland, Indiana. And I remember when this book arrived, and boy, I got this baby, and I was so fascinated by it, and it was so interesting to me. And again, pre-internet, there wasn't a whole lot out there, so it was a really revealing and revolutionary book in its own right. Um, you know, as an evangelical Christian, you know, sometimes people think, like, well, he's anti, and I think most of you know now that I'm a different kind of uh, evangelical. Uh, I'm kind of the person who wants to have dialogue and conversation and bridge building. I think that there's a lot of things that people in the Restoration and share with evangelicals, and I think we can find some commonalities in that. One of the things that Grant talks about is the Protestantism in the Book of Mormon. So in particular, there's a Protestant theme with, throughout the Book of Mormon, which I find to be uh, something that we can find some common ground on. Whether you think this was made by you know, a farm boy um, who's very clever, or it was given these were engraved plates that he uh, went by. It's important that we know all the full story, uh, the treasure digging years, and all that kind of stuff. So let me just, uh, rambling, I know. Uh, let me just give you my uh, book review of An Insider's View of Mormon Origins by Grant Palmer. When this book came out, it caused quite a stir in many restoration circles. Grant Palmer published this book in 2002, and the inter internet was still in its infancy. At the time, it was a revolutionary work. All Grant did was reveal historical evidences that are now widely acknowledged. It is an important work that paved the way ultimately to the Gospel Topics essays. If Grant had published this book today, it wouldn't have led to his excommunication. While his golden pot hypothesis is not very convincing, the commissioning of the images Joseph, of Joseph using the stone in the hat was a very important contribution to the historical narrative. I give the book five out of five stars. And, you know, I mentioned, you know, I, I do think, if I hadn't mentioned already, the golden pot hypothesis, I'm not actually think is that it's a, kind of like the weak point in the book. So, you know, all books uh, aren't perfect and there's flaws in each one. But I think even in bad books, there's a couple right here, <laughs> um, you can still learn something from them. And so even if you disagree with the book, you will get something out of this book, whether you are, you know, ex-Mormon, you're evangelical, or uh, just a Christian in general, or uh, you're a faithful member. I think this is a good book to go buy and, and check out. So I just want to remind my audience to like and subscribe, and don't forget to hit the notification button when a new episode comes out. also want to remind you that we do have a Patreon page. Uh, you can give donations to us in denominations of $5, 10 and $15. And I want to thank all my Patreons who are supporting us. Uh, I think I'm going to do a shout-out video to you guys soon. I want to also remind you that you can reach us at mormonbookreviews at gmail.com. And don't forget our podcasts are on all the major formats, including uh, Google and Apple and Spotify. So once again, we'll see you next time. You have yourself a great day.